Hello and welcome to the Horror House Podcast. I'm Dave. I am Chris. We are two dudes that like to have some drinks and then talk about some horror from movies to real life. At least, what would you say, once a month we talk about some IRL horror? But this week, we are going to do some catching up on what horror and kind of horror adjacent stuff we've been enjoying kind of outside of the show and get into all that. Dave, how you yeah, doing? I am feeling great. Um, I have not taken a shot for this show yet, so I'm going to take one now. I'm worried Dave may not survive. <laughs> But you never know. You never know. You take all, you roll the dice. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Um, but just a couple of weeks ago, to start us off, uh, we did finally our RoboCop episode, which as if you've not listened to it, go check it out. I had a great time. All praise Joel Kinnaman. RoboCop is maybe my favorite movie of all time. Um, but like a terrible host, a terrible horror house. Uh, host that I am I didn't share with Dave the RoboCop fan remake specifically scene 27 mm-hmm. until after the episode but I, it I, may have been for the best because I feel like if I had shown you that prior to we wouldn't have talked about much else so uh, it's great thoughts great. thoughts and opinions on scene 27 uh, if you if you haven't seen it yet, look it up. It is the My RoboCop remake, scene twenty seven. Um, if you find the whole thing on YouTube, it is right at the forty minute mark in. And the My RoboCop remake is like a collaboration of all kinds of creators that did scenes from RoboCop in their own styles, and they added you know they added their own bits of comedy and stuff to it. I, I, I have seen several of the scenes now, but scene 27 and I, the day we did RoboCop, I saw a TikTok where he's talking about scene 27 and he's saying, I don't know if I can show you this or not. Right. And then he doesn't show it. And I just thought right. he was talking about the real RoboCop. I did not realize at the time. Yes. He was talking about the remake. One of my best so you buddies. You turned me on to it. Yes. One of my you best buddies. Jen. Uh, shared something RoboCop with me because I'm a professed RoboCop nerd. She's like, what is scene 27 anyway? And I'm like, well, basically it's this. And I gave her the brief synopsis uh, of the dick shooting. Um, but I haven't it, watched it, is, it in years. And then I shared it, it with you and watched it. It is the remake of the rape scene. Yeah, yeah. Times a million. <laughs> But I I shared it with you after we did the RoboCop episode, and I was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. This is so beyond what I remember it being. It is so crazy. I I shared it with my wife. Of course, she... I thought it was great. Like, I was rolling. I know you were listening (laughs) to me while I was was watching it. You made me feel better. I had tears in my eyes. I totally loved the humor of it. And the fact that all these rapists just come pouring in with their wings hanging out. Yeah, over the and, fucking uh, fences, and it's just like ringing the dinner bell. Which, which you, <laughs> one, you have to be crazy to climb a chain link fence with your wing hanging out. The right. top of those fences are are not conducive to loose skin. Right. Um, 
but the the whole thing is episode I, I I did share it with Stella and she did not watch it she asked me what have you just sent me cuz I mean she she knows me after after all these years she knows me I said I think you'll <laughs> like it it has a ton of wangs in it and um, so she still has not watched it fast forward a week she still has not watched it Oh really okay um I, w- I yeah, was going to no, say, can I text her tomorrow and be like, how was that scene 27? But she won't have yeah. reference yet. <laughs> Please do and say, did you watch the scene? And, and yeah, yeah. Um, In comparison, I've been sharing pictures of our new kitten with her. So for, to go from new kitten, cute little new kitten to scene 27. New kitten palate cleanser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I shared it with a, a maintenance guy at work. And he tracked me down after, and, and I mean, like, Doug and I send shit back and forth sometimes. Don't ever send me uh, shit. Not, like not all again. the time. Like, not all the time, but, you know, when it's warranted. And, um... Like scene 27. He came back to me and said, why did, why would you do that to me? <laughs> so, uh, yeah. That's, that's unique. I think the worst part of it for me is when he stretches it after it's been shot. I hate that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the one guy like falls to his knees and then pukes on his dick after his yes. dick has been shot off. So, uh, oh my God. There's so much. And then the last yeah. guy, like he's like, do it. And then he's, oh, he's God. going hard. Waiting for, yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, <laughs> he's hardcore. If you know what I mean, waiting for Robocop um, to shoot his dick off. Uh, so, if, if it is you have not graphic seen graphic in ways that you cannot explain. It, yeah. And then if you think you can explain it, you're wrong. Because it's more graphic than you remember. Because that's where I was living. Um, but now that scene 27 is out of the way. Let's hit a break. We'll come back and we're going to talk about some Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to talk about some Chris Blu-ray hauls. Um, amongst other things. Also... We're gonna ha- we're gonna talk some more about Godzilla minus one, which is burning up the fucking internet right now. Mm-hmm. And we gonna talk about it. All right, we are back, Chris. Um, the top of my list. Yes, it was in our looking ahead to 2023 list at the start of the year. It was, I believe, my top movie, or I think it was my co-top movie. Uh, Ex- the Exorcist and Bo is Afraid. Bo is, yeah. Ari Oster and A24 Studios. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Uh, and so I have watched it as soon as it was available for streaming. I did not get to it in the theaters. As soon as it was available for streaming, I purchased it. Jackie and I watched it. Stella noped out. This movie is three hours long, and it... What? I, Holy shit! Yeah. I had no the idea. The best I can explain is that it is. It, I'm not a super anxious person. Like I, I mean, I'm I'm not I'm a human being. I have emotions and anxiety is and emotions. So I do have that sometimes, usually fleetingly, not like full on attacks. Right. I can only imagine that watching this movie is as close as I will ever be to a three hour long panic. God. I, that uh, makes me scared to watch it. it I is, mean, especially when it comes to travel and stuff. Like, I will spend days 
with anxiety attacks. So to watch a movie that gives you that feeling kind of scares me. <laughs> yeah. It is it is is unsettling. There are funny moments, but you almost feel bad for laughing at them because it's oh. it's so like scene twenty seven. Like, the Joker with also with Joaquin Phoenix mm-hmm. is it that is a you know slapstick comedy compared to A twenty four. Um or or not compared to Bo is Afraid. Um there is funny moments like you know, he gets locked out of his apartment and uh, all these strangers are partying in his apartment and trashing his apartment. And meanwhile, he sleeps outside on the uh, scaffolding outside. And then in the morning, he wakes up, everybody's gone. So he goes in, uh, he, he gets some bad news. He decides to shake it off with a bath. He gets in the tub. Water starts dripping from the ceiling. So then he opens his eyes and looks up and this dude that has been a minor character in the movie is like... Spider-Man uh, up against the ceiling, like in a in a little thing that hangs down. So he's got his arms out to the side and his feet out to the side, like wedging him in here. But then he can't hold it anymore. He falls into the bathtub with a naked Joaquin Phoenix. They roll around in the bathtub several times before they roll around outside the bathtub several times. Joaquin Phoenix ass, if you ever wanted to see it, here it is. Um, it, it, and it is, it is comedic, but it is tragic at, at the same time because it's horrifying. And then he runs outside to get away from this dude in his apartment, but he's naked and gets mistaken for the, oh, the, I take it back. He doesn't get mistaken for the naked stabber. Uh, the naked stabber comes after him. And he runs away to get police help, and the police mistake him for the naked stabber. And then he gets trapped between the two before he gets hit by a car. Well, okay. So, yeah. And then things go off the rails from there. That's not even the. Yeah, that that's was not still totally off the rails, off the rails yet. <laughs> <laughs> so, um. Goddamn. Wow. It is something. It is confusing too, because watching the trailers for it, I kind of got this feeling that we were going to have a kind of what's real, what's not scenario. And I'm, I'm not saying we don't have this, this entirely, but it's not as confusing because the what's I think that most of the movie is real. Except for when he's watching a play that that tells a story that he stars in that may or may not be real. So do you recommend it or no recommend? Or recommend with a caveat? I recommend with a caveat. It's not really horror in so much as it is emotional pornography. And that emotion is anxiety. Um, it, it, no, you, thank you. <laughs> it is. It 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 is very interesting, and I feel like it does have something to say. And there is like, like there is some fucked up 
interpersonal relationships that work in this movie. Um, but then so much just ends up unresolved. It, it is it is a weirdo. I could see like in in a few years like this being like a cult classic, right? In a weird way, like the next generation's cult classic, like a like a John Waters movie. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, no, I see, that, yeah. Like if, no, joking, you but... you hit it, man. You hit it. Like yeah. Have you? Chris, have you ever seen Pink Floyd The Wall, the movie? Uh, I clips. Okay. You know why? Because you don't regularly trip balls. Right. Because <laughs> um, that is really the only way to watch that movie. And I kind of feel like this movie is going to be that. Um, the other thing, you know, uh, I, I back in the day was if you start the Pink Floyd Dark Side of the Moon album exactly on the third roar of the lion in the MGM logo, right. then like the music matches up with the movie to give you this trippy experience. There's probably an album out there that matches up with this. It, it, uh, fucking Dwight Yoakam or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> but um, it's uh, it, it is it is weird in a very unique way. It's not... I, I think Jackie and I had our hopes up for a, a everything, every, everyone, everywhere, all at once. Hell, I don't know. Um, we had our hopes up for another that, and we did not get that. What did she think so, of it? Like, what, what would you say her opinion was? I don't know, which is strange, because... Eh? If you've ever watched a movie with Jackie, especially when you go to the theaters, like she wants to discuss the movie and the themes right. the entire way home. And, and sometimes just the what's your favorite part, what's your favorite yeah. character, what's your favorite moment, like, you know, she wants to discuss. And after this, we finished it and it the credits rolled and it went black and we both just sat there like staring at a blank screen for a minute before we were like, okay, well, we, we, that was a movie. Well, all right, I'm going to bed. Yep. Yeah, pretty much. I'm going to call my fucking, uh, doctor tomorrow. Uh, see if I can get some fucking Lexapro. Yeah. It's, it's, it is that it is, it is there. Yeah, so. That actually sounds kind of horrifying. I'm kind of afraid to even try to watch it. Um, but that said, uh, you have some Halloween horror nights. New uh, just a just a little bit of uh, announcements. So I had kind of forgotten that even before last year was up, they actually announced the first house of the year, which is uh, is unusual. They announced Chucky, which I assume is going to be the um, TV series. Right. Um, they've had small Chucky. Things like photo op things the last several years, um, so that is kind of cool. So I, I think it is. You know, they said okay next year we're having Chucky, and, and I'm sure it's the TV show. So that's that's cool. Right. But then we waited a long time for an announcement. We finally got our first announcement, and my God, they did not save the best for last. Like they went hard in the paint with the first 
actual announcement of being the last of us. Um, as we were watching the last of us season one on max, like multiple times, we all said like, this would be so cool as a house. But I also kind of was like, would it though? I mean, I'm not saying it's not cool. It's, it is absolutely cool. It's absolutely horrifying. There are absolutely so many things you can do, but there's, I'm so used to the houses having that progression of the movie. Like, and and Lost of a Last of Us does not have a location. You go from location to location. Oh, right, right, right. But so so I wondered if that would make a house, but it is going to make a house, and I have a feeling it will be a fucking amazing. But just today, as we're taping this on uh, July thirteenth, Chris, they announced another house, and it was Can uh-huh. You Survive the Curse? Yes. Maybe. Of Vecna. Wow. Wow. So uh, this was one of the most common guesses for what was coming this year. But, um, I mean, that don't make it bad. No, that don't make it bad. That doesn't make it bad. Back in the spring, I want to say February or something, uh-huh. they had posted a picture of the um, um, lighthouse from Islands of Adventure, and there was a grandfather clock next to it. Uh, and okay. so, at the time, there was a lot of speculation, and this, right. is, but pe- people kind of moved on and was guessing, had started to guess other things, and then they dropped that today. So, I expect it's going to pick up rapidly, because usually by this time, we have 80% of the houses. Um, announced, and instead we have thirty percent of the houses and zero scare zones announced. Um, and I mean, although there's been, you're less than two months out now, right? Till you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because September, we're you know, start of September, the houses start, yeah. so we're a month and a half away. Um, there's a lot of speculation of Lady Gaga. Okay, um, which. I'm I'm very skeptical of, but I was also very skeptical of the weekend, and that turned out great. Yeah. So. I I mean, she's got some horror cred already with the American Horror Story, so you'll have to report back uh, here in a few months. Uh, like always, I th- I feel like we'll do a catching up episode relatively soon after you hit up the hit up the horror nights. And then, literally every year for the last, what would you say, two years, three years, we have we try to get your review of of each yeah. kind yeah. of attraction, at least all the all the stuff you experienced and what you thought of. Um, so go check those out if you've not listened to them and you're interested. Maybe you're thinking about going. Dave's your man. Dave's your man on the inside. Let him inform you on on what's cool. It, it is a great time. Um, we our biggest struggle right now is like, do we even want to spend money in the state of Florida right now? That's that's the biggest thing we struggle. Right, with. right. There is there is Universal Studios Hollywood. Um, so much further away. The, <laughs> the, uh, the, the distance doesn't make a big difference to us. But the general consensus of people who have been to uh, both 
like to a man. I I I've not heard one opinion that oh Hollywood's better. Okay. Not one. Now um when um the actress from Nope or not Nope um us showed up mm. and interacted with Lupita Lupita Luongo. Yes, like when she did that there was a there's been a couple actor or actresses that have mm-hmm. showed up and uh, at, uh interacted with their movies house which is amazing have they ever done that with the hollywood hollywood side uh, uh i think weekend was at the hollywood uh, okay. last year okay so, I, I yeah kind of assumed they were all in florida okay no, i think fair. i think that's he fair. did go to the hollywood one although i i um i know that the universal hollywood is almost an afterthought not even Halloween Horror Nights, like the, the the theme park itself is not as they're not as invested in the California one as they are in the um, Florida one. Right. I mean... But uh, I, Universal Studios Tokyo seems really cool as well, and their Super Mario Land is already built, but Florida, uh, Florida is building um, a third... Well, really, a fourth park. So they have Universal Studios. They have Universal Studios Islands of Adventure. They have Volcano Bay, which is the water park. And they are building Universal Studios Epic, which is going to have a Super Mario Land. Ooh. It is going to have a How to Train Your Dragon. You know, got to have something for the kids. And it is going to have Universal Monsters. Oh my goodness. So I'm really hyped for Epic to come out. Um it is uh, it is currently under construction. I I'm guessing 25 would be the soonest it would be open. So I'm a new convert. I mean not of Nintendo, but of the Switch and I mm-hmm. I literally just a, 2 days ago got the first I got Mario Odyssey. And that's the first Mario game I've got in at least 10 years. And I fucking, I fucking love everything about it. It's so the whimsy of it all and the style of it all. I fucking love it. And like I've told Dave for the past two or three or four weeks, I'm like, the Switch just does something for me. <laughs> I love it. And so to go to Super Mario Land right now for, for fucking Nintendo Switch head Chris is like uh, beam me up. Um, the Tokyo, other... the Tokyo Mario Land just had a Mario Paint event. Oh, where fuck. they where where they gave these special water guns to everybody to just go around and shooting everybody that's, and things and yeah, that's rad. That's rad. Um. Any other Horror Nights stuff you want to talk about before we hit the... Hit the um, hit, no, I can't next? wait for more, more announcements and um, also food and drink announcements. That's always a oh, big do they do part those? Me, so. That's cool. Um, yeah, they'll, they'll be dropping the menu. Usually the menu will drop sometime in August. It's not as big a deal as the houses, clearly. Right. But um, we always look forward to it. And um, I... I Make no difference this year. Um, mm-hmm. Most years, my goal is to 
uh, try every different alcoholic beverage available. Do they serve alcohol? I didn't. I didn't. Oh fuck they yeah! Did. Yeah. The like, difference I'm... between like Disney and Universal is so stark. Like Disney would lose their shit if an actor scared a kid, and right. Universal Studios will go out of their way to fuck with you if they think you're scared. I for so I the mean... Zombie Land. The Zombie Land scare zone a couple years ago really got um, Stella good. That I that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. Um but uh I'm sure we will do another catching up episode before you go off to do that. Um I don't know what the actual date would be. Pro at least probably a month, month, month and a half, uh before we do another one. Um, we're, we're currently looking at mid-October. So there will maybe be some more announcements by the time we have our next uh, catching up. So, But until then, I, I'm actually very curious what else they will do. Uh, you know, Stranger Things is so on the... On the... Like what is the what's the term like it the uh, like the zeitgeist of popularity like it's like right there where it's almost too popular, but at the same time it's like, I, I don't fucking care. <laughs> yeah, and then with the with the strikes which we were talking about before we started, um, like there may, the next season may not even be till two more years, which is bonkers. Like the they're gonna yeah, be yeah. having fucking strangers things kids of their own to take their places as actors by the time we finish the series. Um, but I and, I, and I, I, you know I the wait. strike right now, but the the time between three and four was so long it was really you know that that was a that was a problem I feel like. Yeah, I saw a tweet right before we started uh, that said, I can't wait to see Noah Schnapp as a 30-year-old with a fucking bowl-ass fucking wig haircut. <laughs> it's like, you're not, you're really not far off. But, I mean, what do you do? What do you do when these things happen? Um, it kind of makes me wonder if they will potentially do a timeline jump. Because uh, how how else can you avoid it at a certain point? Yeah, I I wouldn't surprise me, especially you know, given that season four ended with like the destruction of the real world. Like, yeah, I could see that starting up with how are how is society moving on at this point? So yeah, and I I'm really tempted because you can't wear costumes to. Um, Halloween Horror Nights. Right. But, um, I mean, I could dress up like Eddie um, Bunsen pretty easily and not consider that a costume. Yeah. You know. Which is so a great a costume. Den denim jacket and a Hellfire Club t-shirt, and I'm in. So. And, hey, I mean, he single-handedly boosted Metallica back to up I mean, probably not that they dropped from icon status, but in modern popularity, they certainly want what they were 
20 years ago or more. And he really reintroduced them to a whole new generation, which is amazing. Like not much, not many things can do that. And I mean, people may be sick of hearing master of puppets. I'm never sick of master of puppets ever. Um, and to have God, some 14, 15 year old kid hearing it for the first time and just having their minds blown. That's fucking amazing. How can you hate on that? Quit, quit hating you haters out there. Be cool, man. Love what's cool and let people find new things. Why am I PSA Chris all of a sudden? I don't know. That's, that's what you're just giving happens. back Chris. Yeah. Um, speaking of giving back, I don't know. I gave back to myself recently, Dave. Okay. I, yeah. That's, that I don't counts. know. Nice transition. I, I, I know I've talked to you about it, but I don't know that I've talked about it on the show, but one of the things that I vaguely live by is helping your future self. Sure. So like I'll plug in my phone to, to, so Future Chris will have a charged phone. I'll look back and be like, I'm glad I did that. Or Thank you. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. And it's kind of absurd in a way to think about, but when you put it into action, it feels natural. And you're like, I you're you're glad that you did something that you maybe otherwise would have put off. If um, I may interject, yeah. It is this is a life lesson that we can all learn from. So if you're out there struggling with you know, addiction, like you have to eat 10 pieces of toast a day or you can't function. But now you have uh, blood glucose issues because of all the, the unprocessed white <laughs> or the overprocessed white bread toast that you eat. Just think of it like that. Like, I really want this toast right now, but as a favor to future Chris, right. I'm going to cut it down to nine pieces of toast. Bam. You know, and future Chris will look back one of these days and say, you know what? Now that I eat zero toast, I really have to think, ask Chris, who who cut back a little bit at a time yes, in order seen. for future Chris to, yeah, you know, past Chris had to walk so future Chris can run. Exactly. And I, I did that in one of the I, would, I shouldn't say biggest ways because it's not that big, but one of the nicest, su- most surprising ways uh, for me is some quick story time. My wife wanted to watch some documentary and it wasn't anywhere to watch except on uh, HBO, which so I was like, oh, we'll just see uh, if we can do the seven day trial thing on Prime, which we could. So I went ahead, did that. But when I went to cancel it, before because we didn't want to be charged for it there wasn't anything else we want to watch i went to cancel it uh on prime and i was just kind of clicking through stuff and found the stuff you own tab which is not i I don't buy that much digital stuff um but i clicked on it to see what was there and lo and behold and i've talked about it here and there on the show but primer Mm -hmm. shane caruth who's a little bit of a creep which bums me out but primer i is one of my favorite I would say my favorite time travel movie, one of my favorite sci-fi movies ever. And it's hard to get because it went out of print on DVD 
and then on blu-ray like there's a weird one that's on amazon with his next movie and but it looks like it's a european release and i'm afraid to get it because it may not play on what i own uh that's being a in bitch. Nor- yeah. yeah so i i've not bought it i've never owned it um but i click on this stuff you own tab right and there's a couple things that i've i've bought or redeemed but there's primer right and i'm like what uh well long story boring past chris fucking four years ago in 2019 apparently said fuck it and bought it digitally and i have no i have no knowledge of this but i am so so happy (laughs) and and chris isn't even that much of a digital digital purchaser yeah yeah well so to see that i was like I started to worry. I was like, oh my God, did I buy that recently? Do I have to explain this to my wife that I spent 20 bucks on a digital purchase? (laughs) But no, it was four years ago and there it is. And then I watched, I just kind of had it on in the background because I've watched it so many times. Um, But uh, it it is a show I'd like to do on the, it is a movie I would like to do on the show eventually, even though it's not really horror. There's, we can, we can kind of, come up with our horror elements of things that aren't um but you know we could wrap this into a big uh, time travel episode yeah yeah uh time crimes which you turned me on to back in the day which was fantastic i would say maybe my second favorite uh time travel movie um but yeah i own i own primer and didn't even know it and could have been watching it this whole fucking time but i mean however your past, your, I should say, your current self helping your future self. Give it a shot and see, see how you, see how it does. Like, you're, you, uh, it's just picking up after yourself. You're like, mm-hmm. I could pick up this fucking piece of trash or I could just do it tomorrow. But if you do it now and then you look back at it tomorrow, you're like, I'm so glad I did that for my future self. Shit like that. It, it, it really, makes Has a weird difference. Me so much time yeah yeah it weirdly makes a great difference and you feel good about yourself for doing something i do i um, feel like we could write a mo- motivational book chris about i don't i own. i didn't come up with this i don't know where i come up with it from i, uh, I shush, shush your mouth shush oh your mouth. sorry right sorry now. trademark's not implied this is this you is did our, you're I right did. chris you did not come up with this <laughs> past chris did Yes, <laughs> and so um, we, I can see the title now, like um, helping your future self, a yes. guide to fulfillment. I mean, as much self help stuff as there is, and I've I've read my fair share as a fucking anxious and depressed person from time to time. I, I've I've tried certain things to read and. I mean, a lot of it just goes over the same shit, but this is one that actually I've applied and uh, have enjoyed uh, the results from. I mean, it may not change your complete life, but the little moments, which sometimes that's all you need, is if you can improve the little moments, then that will help the bigger moments feel even better. So give, give it a try. Give it a try. I love it. I, there, it, it, helps. it helps you feel motivated about things. Um, and if you're a selfish person, 
it helps even more because you're like, fuck everybody else. I'm helping myself, yep. which sometimes you need that. You know, I, it's not selfish to sometimes look out for yourself. It's when you always yeah. are only interested yeah. in yourself. Yeah. Um, so next day, I think you will enjoy yeah. this. Uh, I got a little bit. So Prime Day has come and gone. Amazon Prime Day. Uh, I guess there's strikes and stuff happening with workers. I'm, you know, however that goes. But I'm a consumer, man. Me and my wife are consumers, so we buy shit. Uh, I got a little bit of a haul. I only got one Blu-ray in. Uh, the rest of my haul did not make it. Um, so that will have to wait until next Catching Up episode. But there is one that I got, and I think you will enjoy this. I got a Criterion Collection of 1958's The Blob with Steve McQueen, buddy. Nice. And nice. I know we've kind of talked about it in passing kind of over the years. Um, we did a Blob 88 talk with, with uh, Tim a, a couple of seasons ago. Um, but it's it's the art is great it's got a lot of uh catchphrases or i wouldn't say catchphrases but like the tagline and some of the little advertising on it is fantastic and super throwback to the 50s um it's like um indescribable indestructible nothing can stop it and then you turn it over and it says 82 minutes of concentrated motion picture terror in blood curdling color shit like that oh blood curdling color chris that really sounds uh like something no but the best one is it's not even like a big thing on the box right it's in the corner on the back and it says the filmmakers disclaim any and all responsibility for heart attacks fainting and other damage to the nerves as a result of watching the blob Yes. And I was That's like, what's I've... missing the hyperbole in movie advertising. Yes. I fucking, uh, I ate it up. I read that and I was like, I don't care if I ever watch this movie. The packaging alone has made it worthwhile. That's glorious. <laughs> and, um, and I do like the Steve McQueen version. There oh, is yeah, a. That scared the tits off me as a kid, yeah. dude. I was so scared. I, oh, I can't. I, I'm sure I'll watch it by the time we do another catch up, but there's some special features I really want to check out and some commentaries. Uh, yeah. But, and, and I think, I think I spoke for both of us when I talk about how much we enjoy like 40 year old actors playing teens. Yes, <laughs> yes, certainly. I don't know what the actual difference was, but whew, Steve McQueen was not a young man. And if he was, he looked like he'd put some years on, before he got out of the got out of the crib. Yeah, it, it, my wife was um, wrinkling everything in the world on her way out of the room. Okay, I, I, I didn't I don't pick know it what up. She was so. doing. Um, but I that that pretty much wraps it up for. I'll get to my. I I got a pretty decent haul. A, a couple non horror, but I got some horror four okay. uh, K stuff that we will talk about next catching up hopefully i have them by then come on amazon um but before we go um i think we both want to get a little bit deeper and talk a little bit more 
about Godzilla minus one. Yes. Uh, Unless there was the some trailer. Did you have anything, uh, other movies or anything you wanted to hit on before we got I, to this? I've, I've cool. got a couple written down. We talked about uh, there that I saw, but I'm, I'm into this. Let's talk uh, Microsoft or Godzilla minus one. And then yes. um, all of the night here. The trailer is short. This is just the yes. first trailer. This teaser. is a teaser trailer. Um, and you sent me the full body uh, model of the Godzilla from this. And they have posted a mm. a complete mock-up of the, I guess, current Godzilla you could refer to it as. And it's got a little bit of the throwback. The huge legs. Um... It looks it, like it, it could is, be a man in the suit. It's in that kind of proportions, but it's terrifying at the same time. Like it's got a realness, but it's tanky, like you said. Yeah, uh, you know, Godzilla is. I like some. Yes, this is. Uh, this feels like the update Toho needs for Godzilla, as far as the design goes. Who knows how good the movie will be? But like this feels like the modern Godzilla, and I'm I'm down. I'm so down with the design of this Godzilla. Uh, I'm sure it will have the inevitable like people story because how how do you yeah. not like you've yeah. got to have that and and um, there's just it's only on screen for a minute. It's the little girl on the street. I, I really feel like maybe that is going to be. It could just be like that's just in passing, but I I I. I just have a gut feeling like that is going to be part of the story. She's separated. Who helps her? You know, what, what goes from there? Um, it is set in the aftermath of World War II. The, you know, Japan is already dealing with the um, dropping of the atomic bombs. And um, it... it the destruction and the the um, like high view of the city with the destruction and I guess that clock tower in in the trailer is that's like a pretty iconic spot in Tokyo. So, wow. um, it looks good. Like the destruction looks good. And it doesn't look like a, a a lot of modern kaiju has these. Giant skyscrapers, but you would think they're all yeah, made of yeah. glass because that's all you see. Yeah, and so this, these look more grounded and more like, yeah, I, I think it looks great. I, it, the shots that they've shown are curious to me because a lot of the destruction that we see is kind of from ground level, which would be an interesting way to do Godzilla. Is not uh, it would. A whole lot of, I mean, you got to show Godzilla, of course, but like if there's sure, a, sure, if but if you're at grounds, if yeah. you're at ground level when you when you see the beast, like he's always going to be large and in frame, and or only shown in parts because he's so big you can only see a part of him at a time. You can't even take in his old his whole form in one. I mean, look, it, so it could be potentially. A case of art influenced by art that influenced the original art. 
So, I mean, it could be looking at maybe Cloverfield. You know, some of those POV shots, like looking up. Um, I, that could be interesting to come full circle and put some of that back into Godzilla. Now, I'm not, I'm saying that as a person that I, I watched Shin Godzilla. I am no Godzilla expert. I love Shin Godzilla now. Um, but it did, I mean, it had some shots. I don't know that it had a lot of POV from the ground up. Uh, but that could be a very cool thing. They apply. Um, and we talked last week in our Pacific Rim episode, but I prefer the Godzilla. I just really kaiju in general when they're kind of these big unstoppable forces of omnipotence of no, not omnipotence. That doesn't make sense. But like of, uh, this kind of a cosmic terror kind of thing. Like they're unrelenting in their own way, but they don't, we don't matter to them. And no, it's not earlier tonight you called it Lovecraftian, and yeah, I don't know that I've ever heard it put that way, but you're absolutely spot on. Yeah, I, I agree. They, I am right. <laughs> I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't think they have the mystery, the yeah madness of the uh, the that, Lovecraftian I mean, beast. That gods. may be in part because Godzilla is such an icon at this point. How could you? even attempt the thought of making him Lovecraftian, but like in presence, I think, yeah, I think it is. Sure. I think, and I think that's the most terrifying thing about, um, these Lovecraftian monsters is not that most of them are so evil towards man. It's that most of them are so indifferent to man. Yes. Like we're not even, it, it, you know, how much attention do you give a, a gnat? And, yeah. and that's, you know, Godzilla, you know, he, he gives zero fucks about us. Yeah, it's like um, walking into the grocery store. Do you have any idea the amount of ants that you've stepped on reaching the front doors? Uh, who knows? But, I mean, that's like Godzilla, like, uh, or any giant kaiju monster kind of thing they don't register in its brain. I mean, obviously <laughs> the ants are trying to fucking nuke us right, and right. retaliate in that way. So, uh, I mean, there's that difference, I guess. But um, I am very curious to see what could happen. This feels like a big deal. Godzilla minus one feels like a big deal to me. The fact that they had the balls to put this out and not just they're it doesn't feel like they're trying to ride the coattails of the current because i i believe that the in again you you brought up the strikes i i don't know how much that's going to um delay things or fuck shit up but um godzilla versus king kong versus godzilla 2 is is in the works mm. And okay. this feels like it's not riding those coattails. This feels like it's a shot across the bow of, like, no, Godzilla and and really kaiju belong to Japan, and Toho is bringing it back where it belongs. Yeah, and I mean, I, I, 
as a outsider that's not really part of that fandom, that's what I felt watching Shin Godzilla. I'm like, Godzilla is so clearly there. And it's just fun to, as an outsider, to enjoy this different kind of... And I feel like... I mean, who knows? We'll see. This is speculation because it is a teaser. Like yeah, we've been burnt by teasers before, but Godzilla mm-hmm. minus one feels like, like in a weird. Uh, maybe they they are trying to like reclaim like Godzilla. You can have your American Godzilla that's more in this kind of arena of spectacle, and certainly Godzilla minus one is showing that so far. But it feels still Japanese Godzilla to, but modern. Mm-hmm. At least in the way it's shot, in the way it's done. Um, obviously, Toho has done CGI before. We talked about that a little bit, but uh, no, I don't know that to this degree and trying to reach this level of realism, which is very intriguing. And I, I, I don't know that I've uh, Shin Godzilla. I was very curious about as it was releasing, and I obviously love it, but. I don't know that I was even as curious of that as I am this, because uh, this feels different to me, and I'm just curious what they do with. But we've got we've got so far till it comes out in December. Um, we'll have some more trailers by then. Uh, we may have to come back. We may have to come back and talk about it and some catching ups. I'm sure we'll get uh, in the next couple months another trailer. But God, this is intriguing. I am so on board. Yeah, uh, I am kind of excited. I think I'm more for this than I than for um, King Kong versus Godzilla. So, two because yeah. um, for me, the modern ones, my favorite of all of them is the uh, King Kong Skull Island. Is my favorite. Um, We've talked about them a little bit, and I'm just mm-hmm. there's a part of me that I, maybe it is because of, uh, of something. Because I know Godzilla is such a Japanese icon. And it just feels weird. I mean, so I, I, I've not paid a lot of mind to the American versions of them. So, I don't know if that has something to do with it or not. Uh, yeah, I, it's interesting. I, um, I did watch some Son of Godzilla the other day from 1967. And was... Thoroughly entertained. I didn't get far into it before I was falling out. Um, and but I might, uh, you know, here we finish up. I might go uh, watch a little bit until I finally um, crash. It is about crash time. Uh, but <laughs> uh, we we I uh, we really rarely text each other about trailers. Every now and then. Uh, mm-hmm. So when we do, it's it's a pretty important trailer. And I feel like Godzilla minus one was one of those. Don't let me down, Toho. I'm putting all my fish in a basket for you. We'll see where we end up in. And you know, fish in months. a basket is uh, stinky. So <laughs> just put that effort into something so stinky. You you mean it? <laughs> uh, we are gonna hit an ad, and we'll come back uh, to send you all off into the miasmos until we return next week uh maybe we'll throw out a a tease for what we're doing uh stick around we'll be right back we are back and it is time for us to skedaddle 
Dave. If the fine people in the rabble want to talk to us, give us maybe their opinions on Godzilla minus one or what they think of the uh, upcoming universal horror, how, uh, horror. I, I keep wanting to say horror house, which is absolutely wrong. And it, I drink enough that nothing sounds right. What's it called? How about if, if they want to uh, share their opinions, if they want to give us suggestions, if they want to um, just tell us how great we are, um, they can do that via direct message on Twitter or by tagging us on Twitter at sweetness1 with... Um, Six E's in sweetness, sweet, sweet, six E's, six or at Horror House 2 because there are two of us and we did two shows and there are two, uh, um, Suns in the Sky specific rims and there are, uh, yeah, two sides to a flat earth, but anyways, I don't believe in that. Give me a break, give me a break, people. Um, but flat time, I believe in flat time. Time is a flat circle. Uh, you can email us horrorhousepodcast at gmail.com or you can go to the Horror House page on Facebook. Uh, if you haven't, get out there, look for the Slasher app. The, the social media site specifically for horror fans. Um, and, and add us. I'm Horror House Dave and Chris is Horror House Chris. Super easy. Super easy. Created by horror friends for horror friends. Go check it out. Friend us. Friend everybody because that's how it works. Um, last but not least, do click like if you like us and rate us on whatever platform you're listening to, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Would you uh, please like us? Uh... Please uh, give us a rating or leave us a review if you want, um, and we'll read it on the air. If it's cool, if it's not, uh, we'll try to ignore it. <laughs> and then do, if you have a friend that is into horror, into two dudes, having a good time, shooting the shit, let them know, share the horror house word with your buddies. And that said, uh, we're out of here until next week. Dave, can you drop a hint for the good people on what we may be doing next week? So we've um, we've recently talked UFOs, yes. And um, what if those aliens are not friendly? What if they invade? What if it starts a war? Um, and we'll be getting into a specific story that has a lot of different adaptations. And uh, we'll be getting into that next week. Yes. But until then, we will see you next time. Same cemetery, different grave. <laughs> <laughs>